Hello, and welcome to Humans of Van Life, the most raw, authentic, and diverse podcast made on the road. I am Nikki, and I'll be your host. Join me in the rolling studio while we hear how people have diverted from society's idea of normal and made their lives on the road. Thank you so much for being here. Hey, you guys, before we dive into the next episode, I wanted to jump on here and tell you guys some exciting news, and that is I created a Patreon account. If you haven't heard of Patreon, that's no problem. It's a platform where people can support the creators that they love and listen to. To find my Patreon account, head over to the link in my Instagram bio at the humans of van life or type in www.patreon.com slash the humans of van life. Hello and welcome back to Humans of Van Life. I'm so stoked to be here in Byron Bay again, sitting down with Julia. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's great. Oh my god. She is a friend I met through Melissa, actually, which is wild. So I've podcasted with Melissa before, I think around episode 20 or something. And you had been in contact with Melissa for about a year over Instagram. Yes, basically just totally not knowing each other. Um, I think I, yeah, I've, I've been following her for a little while and then I, um, I don't know, I probably just, uh, you know, responded to one of her stories or something and then we got into like talking every now and then and now almost a year later we actually met each other, which was great. And then I met you guys, which was absolutely amazing. I'm so stoked to, yeah, just meeting great people just through Instagram and just social media. Isn't it crazy how sometimes, yeah, life connects you even through the internet. Totally. It's amazing. And I love it because it's called social media for a reason. It is. You know, like yeah. we're meant to be social, we're meant to connect. Yes. And this just proves to me, like, what are the chances that you were in Byron Bay the same time that we were? Yes, I know. You know, and, and Melissa's like, I have a friend, I've never met her before, I'm going to invite her to our potluck. Yes. And so you came, and we've just been hanging out ever since, which yeah, is so cool. that's right. So I guess I met you about three days ago now? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I think so. I feel like I've known you forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I thought that yesterday night when I was thinking about... Oh, you know, just recapping everything that's happened, and I really feel like I've known you for ages. So nice. Yes. Oh, well, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> yeah. So I just want to know a little bit about where you're from and why you're traveling around Australia. Okay, so I'm from Germany, and it was probably this time of year last year that I realized that I'm not happy with my life the way it was. So I yeah basically I rented a flat I had a flat and a car and an office job like all of the things like basically when some people would say oh you got you got your life sorted but I did not feel like that I did I felt like I was not in the right place and not doing the right things so I thought about what I wanted to do and then um, I've been traveling through Thailand and Cambodia before like a year earlier but just for a month and I absolutely loved this and I got into diving and wanted to do my dive master which I still wanted to do and then I didn't have much money saved so I thought getting a work and travel uh, work and travel yeah work and holiday visa for Australia and just traveling there making some money and then be able to travel afterwards and yeah that's basically the idea that I had and then I quit my job, quit the apartment, sold my car, left everything behind and yeah, left mid-January and I'm here since, um, yeah, so probably nine, no, ten, like ten, ten months. months now, yeah, 
Wow. It's been an amazing time. It's been, yeah, the best time of my life, really. Oh my gosh. So tell me about your job back in Germany. What were you doing? I was, <laughs> I was working in a bank. Uh-huh. So um, when I finished school, I tried to study psychology so I did that in the Netherlands did like a Dutch course and studied for half a year but I realized that's not the right thing for me to do so I stopped it and um, got into that bank kind of apprenticeship study mixture where you mm-hmm. where you go and work a couple of days a week and go study another couple of days a week and did that for three years and I graduated worked in the bank a little bit and then got into insurance did that for a little bit which is also, it's a nice job to have because you meet people all the way and you mm. get to know so many different kinds of people and their stories. And so that's amazing, but it's still, I'm working inside and I love to be outdoors. And it's just so many little things that mm. did not that were, did not feel right to me. Wow. Yeah. So I was going to ask you, like, what was it that allowed you to be like, I'm not happy here? I don't like it here, but I guess you kind of just answered that. It's, you know, you wanted to be outside more and you're working inside. Like, I wanted to know, like, what other signs were you receiving that were telling you that you're not as happy as you could be? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, firstly, that, like, just the feeling of not, not feeling unhappy, mm-hmm. like, totally unhappy. Like, I've actually had d- depression a couple of years earlier when I was like 15 I suffered from severe depression and mm-hmm. it was not like that but I felt like I was like right on the edge of slipping like slipping to that again and I did not want that to ever happen again because like once you're in there it's just so hard to get out and there's so many things that you can do to prevent yourself from yeah going going down there again yeah. So um, I really like ever since I tried to listen to the signals of my body and my mind and I also I I've been sick so many times and like I've got I was just very prone to just get like colds like every time in the cold season I'm the one that's got it and I suffered from migraine a lot I had migraine in in two weeks I'd at least have like one migraine off like a couple of days where I would not be able to do anything and yeah ever like since i've changed a couple of things in my life like also like quit my job and did different different things like also not just working in the office <laughs> adding some more work on yeah. top uh going to a horse start of a family that i know and working with them which made me so happy just being outside there not earning much money not at all but i would have d- probably done it for free just because it was so much fun and i love being around horses being outdoors doing all this yeah and yeah and like I said ever since I stopped being in that yeah pretty much nine to five setting um that so many people out there are living which was absolutely not the right thing for me and when I stopped it I I have not have suffered from migraine in so long I can't tell you when I had my last migraine which is great wow it's it's amazing so it's just crazy how the body tries to tell you that your mind is not happy in so many different ways holy smokes yeah (laughs) that is wild i i feel almost a lack of words because you've just summed up everything i believe in (laughs) you know like your your body your body does try and tell you how it's doing 
Yes. It sends you cues. It sends you, you know, like migraines. And did you did you think that was from stress? Uh, yeah. I thought, like I thought, like obviously, when you get migraines, it's from like tension in your body, and so it has to be, like be stress related. And I always thought, like, oh yeah, works works just so busy at the moment. That must be it. So I'll I'll just get my workload done, and then the migraines will stop, which which they didn't. Wow. So it it wasn't that, and yeah. And I just love that you're able to like drop into your body and recognize that. Yeah. And, like I feel like that's all about like knowing thyself. Mm. Like you said that you had experienced depression before, therefore you're able to recognize those signs. Yeah. And so you notice, hey, something's not feeling right, or I'm getting close to the edge. I need to do something about it. I need to change something. Something exactly. And I just want to celebrate you because that's oh. fucking huge. <laughs> like that's huge. Yeah. You actually like. I can't imagine it was easy doing this. Like this must have been like. Were you scared before you just jumped and went to Australia? Oh yeah, I was. I was so scared. It's also the first time that I went off traveling alone, and I, I kind of felt that that's the right way for me to do it because like when I was in Thailand and Cambodia traveling, I was with my best friend who's an amazing person, and I loved the time with her but I felt like okay I kind of want to do this again so like just hit the road and see what happens but I kind of want to do it just on my own to see um, in what ways yeah, is it different from traveling with a person that you know so well and mm-hmm. that you like absolutely love and then you find that you go around and meet other people who are absolute strangers to you and you're actually able to love them just from the first second you meet them just because they're yeah, just because it feels right. Mm. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's so hard to put it into words sometimes, but it's just, I, th- I think you know exactly what, I, what I'm talking about, just me- meeting other people. and I do, I do. Like, for example, we had met once, hung out once, and then yesterday when we woke up, we slept at the same spot, and I had a flat tire. Yes. And you literally, we spent like three hours driving me <laughs> and Nisa <laughs> back and forth to the gas station, you know, to the service station to get the tires fixed. And like, I don't even, or I didn't really know you, but I instantly felt like family. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. It's so cool. It felt like family, and I... You know, I would have never thought, like, you were so grateful. And, like, I would have never thought of doing something else, you know, like, other than helping you. Because oh. that's that's just what you do. And, uh, yeah. Oh, thank and you And I was so happy to be able to help you guys out. That was epic. That was a journey for sure. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> van life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you came to Australia. And did you, you bought a van when, right when you arrived? Um, Not quite. So I met a friend of mine who's from Canada as well. Oh, when I when I first came here and he picked me up from the airport and then we were traveling around in his little um, car, it was just, just a combi and we slept in a tent and then we're traveling through Victoria for about a month. And then um, I left him to go for my first job to uh, work with horses. I was working in the dressage start at the time for about, yeah, probably six weeks um, in the Hunter Valley. Mm. And yeah, that was when I decided, okay, when I when I leave here, I want to have my own vehicle. I want to be, yeah, just free and able to decide whatever I want. I still want to work, but I just want it. Mm. I just want to have my little space that I can create and that I can live in whenever I want to. And yes, yeah, so I bought it while I was working there and, and started building it a little, like, yeah, putting my stuff in there, building it up the way I wanted it. And yeah, so I have it since then. So you bought the van empty? And you I bought it, it out. Um, so it did have a little a bad construction, and 
um, three kind of big drawers that I can put stuff in, but it didn't have anything else in it. So wow. that's, yeah. And you've made it your own, which I've, is beautiful. I've, I've made it my own, and I've met some beautiful people on the way who are just amazing. So when I first, like, when I was going to spend my first night alone in the van, I was so scared, and I was talking about one of my... So I quit at that stable, and I was talking in the supermarket talking to my friend from work about how scared I was that I'm going to sleep somewhere in my van and just because I never had that before and people always tell you like oh be careful don't be on your own don't don't do this don't do that and don't trust strangers yeah <laughs> um and then I was talking to her and then this woman turned around in the supermarket saying oh if you want a place to sleep tonight I'm sorry I was listening, but if you want a place to sleep tonight, you're more than welcome to come to our house and stay with us. Or if you want to sleep in your van, just park it in front and, no and way. you'll be fine. And I instantly trusted her. You know, when you see some people and you just trust them. So, yeah, she invited me over for dinner. We had a lovely night of just exchanging experiences and all, all that, like them traveling through Australia back in the days when they were younger. And the next morning... I woke up to a text from her saying, um, oh yeah, I, I had to, Julia, I had to go to work, but help yourself to a coffee, make yourself some breakfast, and I've put a couple of things in this in this corner um, that might be helpful for you. And then I, I went over there and she had this mattress, like a super comfortable mattress, because I didn't have a mattress yet. I, I did have a blow-up mattress by the time. And so a mattress and then a couple of books about... Um, Australia and like which which sports are nice to go to nice camp sports and what else like just so many different things that she didn't need anymore two sleeping bags and just uh, I almost cried because I was so grateful for what she did to me and like, what she gave to me and then also like oh yeah and you're more than welcome to stay however long you want and go have a bubble bath and just relax and Oh it was amazing. God. So that was one of my first experiences with just, you know, when you just let it go. And that was so, yeah, I'm, I'm still, I still think about her a lot and what happened there. And yeah, so that was just amazing. That is so beautiful. And like, that is the essence of traveling. Yes. That's the essence of like, just letting go, surrendering to the experience yeah. and allowing the current to take you. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you know, instead of, like, trying to control and letting fear get in the way and where am I going to stay and, like, getting, just allowing and flowing. And it was one yes. of the best experiences you've had. Yes, exactly. And that was probably exactly what I needed because I've always been, like, the kind of person that wants to know, like, you know, I want to know where I sleep tonight and probably tomorrow night wow. and what I want to do tomorrow. And all that, all that, like, probably part of my personality, maybe a little bit because I'm German and we like to plan and we like to have <laughs> things organized. I don't know. But I am tr constantly trying to challenge myself to let go of this and just to yeah allow yourself to go with the flow and it's amazing like how many like great experiences I've made ever since I'm letting go of this idea. I'm still at the beginning of the path and I don't think there's an end to this path because you always constantly learn and make new experiences which teach you so much about life and everything around it and yeah. It's just been absolutely great and it's been a wild trip and an amazing journey and I'm still enjoying every second of it. So this is so wild because I just want to share this with you. I haven't yet. 
Remember yesterday when you were driving us back and forth to get our tires fixed? Yes. Remember how I said, I'm just being really quiet right now because I'm, I'm just like processing what was going on? Yes. So when I was in the car with you and I wasn't saying anything, I was actually writing in my notepad. And I read back on what I was writing and fuck, it was profound. It's exactly what you're saying. So that experience, the experience of the unknown, the uncertainty, like having something go and air quotes wrong, Mm -hmm. fired me up. Like I was writing, being around you and your energy and all that went on. I was writing to myself, Nikki, time to just let go, like time to flow. Yes. Like, you know, so often, even when we, like, take a big step and we travel, we still create roots, you know? Like, I've gotten a van, I've come a bit attached to this. Yeah. But it just was that reminder to just, like, jump full in. Like, just fucking go. Like, I, I considered, like, putting my backpack on and just, like, taking off on my own. Yes. Like, I love That's what's amazing. happening. I'm so stoked to be with Nisa, you know, my best mate from back home yes. and, like, sharing this van. And it's incredible, but these experiences are what light me up like every time I've embarked on a journey on my own it's been epic to say the least Mm -hmm. I've stumbled I've crawled but the people I've met along the way is what living is about to me yes it's truly what living is about I totally agree like once like you always have to like or I always feel like I have to push myself a little bit like Mm -hmm. out of the comfort zone and then but you get rewarded like and and like you said you'll stumble and you'll have problems and things will go wrong but you will always be rewarded with with something whether it's like just a learning experience like oh I'll never do that again or people helping you out meeting new people that are just absolutely amazing and just yeah finding your way through it totally absolutely amazing and like more importantly is like getting to know yourself better you know like where where do I get caught up what do I struggle with like what are my thoughts when I'm alone yes and I'm like in the outback of Australia and I'm like (laughs) my fucking van's broken what am I gonna do you know yeah and it was just so interesting because you you provided me this gift without even knowing it I had no idea. (laughs) Yeah. And that's why I was quiet during that time because I was just writing. I was like, this is that like wild woman part of me that wants to come out. And that's always has come out. But just noticing where I'm starting to get into routine again. Yes. And why I'm out here in Australia. Like why I'm out here. And it's to, it's to just flow. Like I literally picture a little bean, like a little like critter Mm -hmm. attached to like a dandelion flower blowing in the wind yeah and like holding on holding on (laughs) restricting like holding on to the stem and then letting go yes and just letting the wind take her out yeah and see where you end up (laughs) exactly yeah it's great and so what is your like family and friends thought about you in this journey um so uh, when i first left at home my mom like my mom's biggest fear was and still is I'll fall in love in Australia and I'll never come back. <laughs> She's afraid of flights, so she'd never come out here. And I'm, I'm not planning to stay here. I love this country and I, I found a job that I really love and I love doing. And I'm even thinking about coming back to do it again next year for a little while. But I don't think I will stay here. There's so many other parts of the world that I want to see. So much to explore and. I so I don't really have a plan and it's hard for especially for my family to make their peace with it because they they like having me around they like you know just 
knowing what I do, knowing I'm safe, and because they love me, and it's amazing. But I try, so I'm. It's always hard for me to f try to find the right balance be with, like, between being free and doing what I want, and still thinking about my family and keep kind of keeping keeping them up to date with what's mm -hmm. happening, and especially my mom, who's like a little bit anxious about me and always a little bit worried and. I can't, you know, you can't can't blame her. I've never been a mother, but I think that's that's what it feels like. And um, but I think she's actually learning a lot through me just being away. Like mm -hmm. we talked about this a lot of times on the phone, and it's also an experience of letting go for her while she's still at home doing the same things she always does. You know, having the same job and everything, but letting your child go and allowing them to grow and to explore the world and explore themselves mm -hmm. and yeah just being in the end just being happy for me that I'm having such a great time at the mm -hmm. moment instead of just being like oh Julia when are you coming back, back home you know we want you back what are you doing totally. <laughs> I, I totally agree there's a quote I can't remember I think it might have been Wayne Dyer one of my favorite spiritual leaders but he talks about the aspect that our kids they are not they don't come for us they come through us oh. to be teachers yeah to learn to let go like we don't have kids like so many parents think that they you know they need to control their kid yeah they need to raise them right and the truth is is that they actually need to learn to let go and oh. love and support oh yeah and i really wish i had the quote because it's so much more profound than that yeah no but but it is exactly what you're talking about like that's yeah. what i try and tell my parents as well like there's this beautiful tender sense of you know, they just want the best from you and, and they want to love you. And, you know, I'm like, I'm an only child. So my parents, oh, they want me there. Yes, and I can yes. feel that. But there's this whole, like, awakening happening of allowing your kids just to thrive. Yes. You know, and, and to teach you what it's like to let go. To live vicariously through your children and mm -hmm. allow them to live their full potential yes. without holding them back. Yes. Yeah. I can imagine that's just such a such a hard way to go as as a parent mm. like i like obviously I, I have no idea and i think you just truly understand when you have your own children but what you're saying is so interesting because i think that's exactly what my mom's going through just like learning to let go and let thrive and yeah exactly so cool and so have you fallen in love yet no <laughs> i've fallen in love with van life and i've fallen in love with my job that I, that absolutely made me so happy and i um realized how fulfilling and how like how great it can be to work when you when you're doing the right thing and when you when you surround yourself with what you like and like do the things you like to do and I never I'm now in a place that I never want to I don't know if that's like realistic but I hope it is that I'll never be like be working in another set of mind than the one that I had while I was while I was working mm. like with the horses and doing my thing being being independent in a way and just doing what I do make me so happy and I never want to do anything else you know, and this is a really important time to talk about, like, you know how you just said to me, you just said, at least I hope it is, like, I hope there's a chance that I can love my job. Yes. Fuck yes. Yeah. Fuck yes. I am tired of people telling me that, Nikki, you just got to put your arm and leg into it. You know, you got to, you got to do things that you don't like in order to get paid. Like, no. Yeah. If I've learned one thing from being out here, it's that everybody I am meeting 
is creating a living on what they love. Yes. Like this whole idea of you have to work nine to five, you have to, you know, slave away in the hospital or at a bank just in order to get money to do your passions. Yeah. No, thank you. Not, yeah. I am no longer settling or willing to settle on this false belief. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there's people that are probably listening and thinking, oh, honey, you got a lot to learn. Yeah. But I refuse to accept that. Yeah. And I want you to hold on to that, like, hold on to that dream. Hold yes. on to that passion. Yeah, because now I actually experience myself how that is, it is possible that you, it is possible to do something you love while you're making money, while you're still being yourself, while you're still enjoying life and not, not dreading to go to work. And that's not like I, <laughs> I actually ended up working like through months without actually needing a break. I had one day off per week if I was lucky. Like sometimes I wouldn't even have that full day off, which is totally fine because I love what I'm doing and I enjoy what I'm doing. And I don't, I don't ever want to have a job again that I need a holiday from. Hallelujah. 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 How many times back home were you like actually counting down yeah. the hours to get off per day? Yes. Let alone couldn't wait for the weekend. Mm -hmm. Let alone couldn't wait for your summer holidays. Yes, exactly. That turns me off. Yeah, I know. I it's love what you said. <laughs> I love what you said. Yes, it's just, it's exactly what you're saying. Like back home in my office job, I was counting the hours, sometimes being like, oh, okay, another hour and you're out of here and you can do what you want and you can be yourself. Why can I not be myself at work? Why can I not do what I love and make a living out of that? Mm -hmm. I don't need much money. So, you know, I don't need to be wealthy. I don't need, like, I'm, I'm wealthy in other terms. I'm wealthy in, like, experiences and humans around me and nature and all of this is so much more rewarding than the cash in your hand that in the, at the end of the day when you have a job that maybe makes a lot of like gives you a lot of money what yeah okay so what am I gonna buy from this money I'm gonna buy a holiday to go out for two or three weeks to be happy to be in a place that I like just to go back to that office job that makes me so unhappy and that creates migraines and other other illnesses in my within my body that I need to recover from again. Mm -hmm. What a shit show. <laughs> what a shit show. Not to mention, oh my god, I feel so emotional right now. I feel so emotional because like everything you're saying is exactly what I believe in. Yeah and have always known is possible, but get stuck in the self-limiting beliefs back home, you know? Like, yes. I, or I get stuck in the idea that like, life can't be like this. Mm, yeah, because people tell you all, all the way, people keep telling you, you know, sometimes you gotta force yourself through, through it and just do what you do, we're all doing it, be part of the system, be part of this, because we're all doing it. And exactly. that's not true. You don't have to do this. You just gotta find your own way. Be brave enough to let go. Maybe yes. to leave everything behind if that's necessary. For me, it was necessary to just leave everything behind to figure out what I really want, what truly makes me happy. And and I'm so happy every day. I'm so grateful that I did this, that I actually made the move to get out of this, which was like this routine, this system, which was totally unhealthy for me. And it was like, it's not like it was like 
easy. I had like so many people holding me back, people telling me, you know, you're going to make your career one day and you're going to make a living and you're going to think about what's going to happen when you're old and all of these things that probably all of us heard. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Yeah, and this is just not true. I believe in just do what you feel like you should do and if it feels right for you you got you sometimes got to push yourself through a lot of uncomfortable processes like quitting your job quitting your apartment selling everything you own and just you know like just boiling it down like boiling your belongings down to i don't know three two or three cartons that you can store in your parents in like somewhere in your parents house and then just go exactly what i did yeah. And I truly wish everybody listening could be here with us and see these tears of joy just yes. pouring from my eyes. Because not only is that what you believe in, that's what you've fucking done. Yes. You are the living proof that it's possible. It is possible. You know, so like just really celebrate yourself. Like you've really like you've shown yourself that this is possible. Yes. And I love what you said about we don't need much money. Yeah. Good God, for my whole life I've thought that, you know, I've got to be making a certain amount of money. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's why my living out here, like, if I was literally, like, I just want to be able to get 10 bucks a day. Like, yeah. if I could have income of $10 a day coming in, <laughs> yeah. that would cover my $5 coffee because I love it, and oh, the other five bucks would go to groceries. Yeah. It's so and then easy. If I could get an extra five, if I could get $15 a day then that five bucks would go for gas, keeping this rolling home on the road. Yes. That's all I need. Yeah. Because we're rich in this, human connection yes. and experiences. And this is worth so much more than any money you can ever earn. <sighs> exactly. And I, I, I feel like I want to mention the essence of how privileged we are. Like, I want to say as much as, like, you know, fear and so much has held us back, we are also so lucky we, that we get the chance, that we're privileged. You know, like, we're white females. Yes. Not everybody can do what we're doing. Yeah. And I think it's really important to have that conversation because we are so lucky. Like, we, we really are. are. We're really privileged. Like, just to even buy a ticket to come here and even yeah. attempt this lifestyle. Yes. Exactly. You, know. you need some money that you save to start with and then also, like you said, being white women, being able to to do this and yeah. Exactly. Just, you gotta keep this in mind and I, I try to remind myself of that every mm -hmm. now and then at least. Because it's not yeah, mm -hmm. it's just not I'm missing a word right now. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. But it just doesn't come to everybody. Yeah, you can't take it for granted the yeah. situation that we are in. Yeah, exactly. And so I just wanted to mention that because it feels so resonant to me. And oh, God love you. I'm so happy you're here. I'm so happy I met you guys. Thank you. It's it's been an amazing couple of days, which felt like ages. It feels like I've known you for ages. Oh, exactly. And are you willing to share with me like what has been the most challenging for you for this lifestyle? Like what have you what have you struggled? with looking back for the last 10 months mm -hmm. um it was probably at just this what i kind of mentioned before um just daring to do stuff and you know letting go of all the fears and everything like you know when when you when your parents raise you don't talk to strangers don't trust anyone that you don't know and 
uh, all of this was holding me back so much and also my idea of you know you need to know where, where you sleep tonight when when I wake up in the morning or whatever and letting go of all of this was actually the biggest challenge for me to let go and just see what what comes to you on the way mm. because I'm not I was I've never been that kind of person and I've changed so much within the last 10 months just trusting myself trusting my instincts and like sometimes when I come to a place I don't where I don't feel comfortable I'd still leave because that's just you know my when my my instinct or whatever is telling you something's not not quite right here you probably have to leave mm -hmm. but you can also the other way around when you when you feel like oh this is a good place this might not look like the best place to somebody who's just like objectively looking at it yeah but I feel safe and I feel good here then just stay mm -hmm. and so that's been a hard journey for me to trust to trust myself trust my instincts and also just have to have some trust to the universe for th for bringing things to me that I need at the, at the time when I need them and things just happening because that's what actually happens I never thought that would be true I had like I've heard people talking about it before and I thought like oh no 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 I think I think you're you know just tricking yourself into believing that everything will come good but it actually will when you let go and just trust yourself trust the universe and trust your instinct there's so many things that just come to you wow. that are so rewarding for stepping out of your comfort zone wow thank you for sharing that Dude, I, I mean, I can, like you're speaking my like my language. Like that's exactly yeah. what I believe in. And what I wanted to add is that it's so interesting to me because so many people I've sat with now, when we've had similar conversations, but this idea of when you step out of typical society, you have time to think, hear, and feel your intuition. Yes. When you're in the city and you're bombarded with honking, oh. with cars, with telling you when to stop, go, people, energy, like we are we are energetic beings. Like yes. whether people want to acknowledge or not, everything <laughs> is matter, so everything's energy. Yeah. So when you're walking and you know you stand in a Starbucks lineup, you're picking up on everybody's energy. Yeah. So it's pretty hard to drop in and listen to your intuition. It's pretty hard it to drop in and say, Do I want to be standing here right now? Mm -hmm. Do I like this person, you know? What should I eat? Because it, we're numbing ourselves constantly. Yes. Because we have to in order to survive. Yeah. A human cannot endure. Like, I, I just think about when I was nursing for 12 hours a day. Like, are you joking? <laughs> like, 12 hours? Like, yeah. how could I even listen to myself? Because I was yeah. so bombarded by sounds and toxins and people. And it's like, yes. since what I'm hearing you say is since the last 10 months of you... You know, you roll up to a top. Like, I just think about where we slept last night. Mm -hmm. It was a hill overlooking uh, this valley. Yeah. You got time yes. to think, to process your thoughts, to, you know, to categorize them, to put them away. If yeah. you have anxiety, you have a chance to feel it. Yeah. Instead of pushing it down, you have a chance to be like, okay, this is coming up. Why? Let's work through this. Yes. That's actually exactly what I did yesterday night when I really? left you guys a little bit earlier and went up to the hilltop already. I was just sitting there with myself in quiet and solitude. And that's when you actually, what exactly what you just said, that's when you get to think. And I've been going through things in my mind and then um, also like 
like asking my, myself questions like why did I feel that way in this certain situation and that it comes to like some anxiety anxieties that are still left in me and you can yeah just exactly what you said work through it process it and actually make your peace with it wow. so that's <laughs> so funny because that's exactly what I did yesterday night <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are the chances of that that's like, crazy actually at the hill that I was just talking about yes Yes, exactly. I went there a little bit earlier than you guys just yeah. to yeah s- sit there and like w- while it was still light and have a look because it's amazing. You can, yeah, you can look at the sea. You even see the lighthouse of Baron and yeah. it's just such a beautiful place and so quiet and peaceful that you actually get to think about stuff which you never, which I would probably never if I was living in a city which I could not do definitely not. But if I was, I know exactly that I would always push these thoughts down and just be like, ah, yeah, don't be silly, Julia, blah, 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 and just keep going. Yeah. And that's what you definitely shouldn't do. Oh, my God. I always try to avoid cities and big places exactly for the reasons that you mentioned earlier. Mm. It's just so overwhelming. There's so many things, so many energies floating around. And this is so distracting from... The, yeah, what, what what for me at this moment is the essence of my life, just, you know, getting to know myself better, thinking about why do I feel in a certain way, in a certain situation, mm. and just, yeah, figuring all these things out. Being in a city kind of setting is just too distracting and overwhelming mm. for me. And this is why I love van life. Like, I can go and visit a friend in the city, maybe have have a li- nice night out or whatever, and then just head off, go inland, and not have to see a single human soul <laughs> if I don't want to. Exactly. Yes, and I started really appreciating also with Australia, you, the further you go inland, the less people you meet. And I really love the countryside. Mm. And you find so many nice spots and there's actually, like, there's this amazing hilltop place, but there's always people around, which, like, don't bother you because they, most of the time, they're doing the same thing as you, just, you know, being quiet, but being next to each other, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. But also sometimes I really love to be actually completely alone and on the way here from so when I left my workplace um, going to going up to Byron Rebus was about an 11 hour drive so I split it and I had one night in this beautiful spot next to a river just completely to myself and it was just the mm. greatest thing is what it was exactly what I needed after finishing my work which is sometimes full-on and also keeps the, like distracts you from what you are what you need and mm-hmm. everything like that so there was a time when I pushed myself through it but not in a bad way yeah so it's still I'm still doing the work that I love so it's not hurting me but it gets too much at a point and I was getting to that point just when I finished so it was absolutely perfect timing and then I got to this spot and I'm tempted to go back there again at some point when I feel like it and but there's so many other spots Mm -hmm. like this where you can just be on your own and just enjoy nature and think about it because yeah when you yeah when you stop distracting yourself all the time and it's even looking at your phone it's distracting yourself which is also probably why social media can sometimes be anti-social media because you just <laughs> you, know, yeah. you distract yourself from like either being alone and just you know letting thoughts flow and learning 
things about yourself just while you're sitting somewhere when you always look at your phone when it when it's when it buzzes or mm. you know so it, it can be so distracting and just getting away from all of this has just been a great learning experience mm -hmm. because I always I'm a person that always feels like something's got to be happening and something yes. something's okay what are we doing next what are we doing next and this is just not true that it, it like there can be days and hours where you just do nothing and it's amazing you learn sometimes you learn more doing nothing yeah. than you do learn, like do then you learn doing heaps of stuff oh completely completely like that's something i've fully learned as i also always felt like i had to be busy yes. going doing keeping myself busy a matter of fact i was uncomfortable doing nothing yes yeah i i've, I've felt exactly the same do or i felt do you ever get lonely on the road um not too much no mm. um uh when i feel lonely i'd probably like usually i just pull up at a nice little country town or whatever when i'm going like and just go into the shop and talk to people and mm. like after after you had like a nice five ten minute chat i, f I feel good mm. usually like uh, when i feel this little bit of loneliness sometimes i crave just a deeper connection to human beings but in the last couple of months i've been very lucky to also like get to know people yeah. very very well through like working um in a certain spot or just always returning to that spot so i got to know a couple of people there which is just absolutely exactly what i needed at that time to like really truly get to know somebody always like always when i come back i can go to them and talk to them so at the moment i'm pretty fine with it but i do remember situations where I was just really craving a deeper mm -hmm. connection but um yeah at the moment i'm pretty pretty fine for that and i oh, love what you amazing. said though about like just dropping into like a cafe or like a store it's so interesting that's never come up and i think that's a brilliant tip yeah you know it's like just get out there and talk to some people like if you are feeling lonely on the road you know if you can just drive into a little town and you yeah. know sit on a park bench or like sit down and talk to somebody or walk into yeah. a coffee shop i love that yeah it's like a small little tip that we us solo travelers can yes. embody and can do it's yeah, so awesome definitely like at, when i first started doing that i really had to force myself myself to do because you always think like oh no it might not be the right time mm -hmm. for them and then like your expectation just ruins it yeah because you never know like you can never know if you like maybe you, maybe you'll be bothering them but in the back case they'll tell you yeah. or show you like usually we are so sensitive for for, for like you know those vibes that yeah. you, you get like you'll get if somebody does not want to talk to you and that's fine as well like you know just let them be but force yourself just talking to strangers and sometimes you'll be rewarded with the most awesome talks and chats and even some tips around the area and like little you know, little hints or like where to go, and it's just been so rewarding. Just to try too. Yeah, exactly. Also, I just love this, it. Julia, because before we started this podcast, you were telling me how nervous you are. <laughs> yes. Do you feel nervous now? Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> we're just having a no an absolutely great conversation. <laughs> like, this is I absolutely amazing. love it. <laughs> like, I'm just like I'm watching you, and I just can't help but smile because you like look completely at home. Yes, I am. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah, I love it. See, like you said, you're like, I said yes to this podcast because I want to be more of a yes person. Yes. And like, fucking look at you, dude. Yeah, Honestly, being, like, being a yes person for the moment. Oh, yeah. Thank you. 
Thank you. Um, I'm going to wrap this podcast up because yes. of our time. Yes. Time to All cook right. some curry. Oh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I just want to thank you again so much for sitting here with me. And, um, yeah, I just want to thank you for sharing your true and honest experience. Like, I feel like a lot of people can relate with everything you've yes. shared. I hope so. I really hope so. I really hope we can encourage some people that maybe felt the same way that I did and you probably did before you hit the road too. Yeah. Just like when you feel that something's not quite right, it might you might you will probably be right. You're probably right and you should change something. That's so exactly. Exactly. Thank yes. you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was amazing. And you guys, thank you so much for listening again. I'm having so much fun and I love interacting with all you guys on Instagram. If you haven't already taken a screenshot of the episode you're listening to, do it and tag at thehumansofvanlife.com. Additionally, to keep this podcast running, I would love for you to leave a written review and a star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen. It really, really, really helps this podcast stay afloat and get people to recognize and listen to it. Thank you all again and see you next week.